Hello and welcome to Nourish with Nicole, the podcast where we discuss all things holistic health and wellness. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a holistic health coach and I have helped over hundreds of people change their lifestyle, build better habits, lose weight, gain confidence, all with a holistic, natural approach. I'm here to help you understand that taking care of your entire self from your body, mind, and soul has many benefits that will help you be successful on your journey of health. This podcast is designed to educate, inspire, and motivate. Grab your coffee and let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Nourish with Nicole podcast. It has been a while since we have had episode come up just because I have been traveling. Coach Yonica has also been traveling. Yonica was away to Paris and I am still in Bali. So just finding some times to connect here. So here we are and we're excited to chat and dive into some information today. So Yonica, how are you doing? And how are things going on your end? Things are good. I had to like, I laughed a little bit when we first logged on because I just came in from outside where it's like snow and ice. And in the background of your video, I can hear roosters. <laughs> and it's like lunch and green. And I'm like, wow, that looks great. It's a lot different than yours, right? Yeah. No, things are good. It's Halloween this week here. Always feels like after Halloween, like winter really sets in. So usually like when I remember winter, it's like we've had snow on Halloween and then it's like kind of melted. So has it been like snow ever since the first snowfall? Yeah, it's melting today. Today, it's definitely a little bit warmer than it's been. So but that just means tons of ice tomorrow morning, which I'm not pumped for. I don't think the snow is going to go anywhere, though. Like we still have enough snow in our backyard that everything's covered. It's saying when you come home, there's gonna be a lot of snow. (laughs) Well, I better get my tires switched. (laughs) Yes, no kidding. (laughs) I'm giving that Aaron's actually helping me out with that. So that's awesome that I'll get that done by the time I get home. But I'm not looking forward to it. I didn't bring any sort of jacket or anything. So I know I'm going to get a huge climate change when I come home. But I know as soon as I get home, I'll be just looking for another. Even going to come home or she's going to like touch down and be like, see you guys. Well, there's actually some opportunity for some other things happening here. So chat about that later. But (laughs) I've met a lot of people here and it's quite interesting how things happen and how it can work out. When you're open to the opportunities, like why not? Why wouldn't you take them when they start presenting themselves, right? Yeah, exactly. For sure. So no, it's all good. I'm really happy. Bali has been great. I haven't even been here a month. I'm I'm here for another six weeks here at my location until another couple of days and then I'm headed somewhere else. But other than that, we are talking about habit formation today and how it kind of go into many different directions. And Yannicka has been doing a little bit of reading on this the past little while. So we want to talk about that. I just had a conversation with a friend before I jumped on here with you. And I told him what we were talking about. I said, we're talking about formation. And he's like, how many does it take to create a habit? And I said, 21 days. And he said, that's the old way. But he's like, now they say it's 66 days. And I was like, well, how come? And he said, because all of the stimulation that we have from so much social media and everything, we're so distracted. And that's why it takes longer to create a habit than it used to. So I was like, I never really knew that. So that's something interesting that I thought was cool to know as well. Totally. And that's something I wanted to talk about too, was this idea of like how long it used to take habits versus how long it takes now and all these different things that we have to consider, including like our environments. And the reason I wanted to touch on this, because as coaches, like I think this is nature for us to coach clients through developing new habits. People coming to Nourish, they're overhauling a lot of their daily practices, which is just habits, right? If you think about habits, it's things that you do on autopilot, things that you have done repeatedly so many times that you don't even think about it anymore. It's just assumed that that's how it goes. And so when we're now saying like, oh, you have to do something different, well, not only are we trying to implement a new set of habits or behavior, sorry, but we're also trying to unlearn ones that we've accepted as being normal for so long. 
And what I always find interesting is that when people are like, I'm going to do this habit, they get really jacked because they identify a specific action that they're going to do. And they, they assume that that habit is the action. So when somebody is like, I'm going to start like working out in the mornings, right? So like my action is I'm going to set my alarm clock for 5am. And they're like, that's my habit. And it's like, well, yes, that's like the trigger that's going to start your habit. But there's so much more to it. When we only look at a habit as the action that's happening, we kind of gloss over everything else. And that's why people can't stick to a habit because at some point that action is going to become hard. Like you're going to sleep in one morning and suddenly you're like, oh, screw it. There goes my entire habit because all you've done is think that the action is the habit. So when people think about like eating a balanced breakfast as their new habit, And at some point they're like, oh, this is boring. Okay, but then you've missed why that's become a habit for you or why that was supposed to be your habit. And what I want to kind of delve into with you is the idea that your habits are not just the actions. Your habits are actually a change in your identity and like your thoughts and your feelings. And that's how they end up sticking. I was going to say that all kind of action is like the mindset. Like that's part of the action way is like how you think about it and how you react to it. Like if you said, if you sleep in one morning, like what does your mind go right away? Where does your mindset? Habit streak, like now it doesn't count. Whereas if you had given more thought to like, why is that something that matters to you and what follows that? Because realistically, the getting up early in the morning, that's what we call a trigger. So alarm Mm -hmm. clock goes off and that triggers you to wake up to start everything else. But that every sequence of events, the like chain reaction, that's the habit. And those habits are tied to like who you want to be or who you see yourself as. So maybe you're, it's like, well, I want to be somebody that prioritizes like their physical health. So I get up in the morning to do my workout. Okay, well, you missing your alarm clock doesn't suddenly take away from the fact that you're somebody that is invested in their well-being. Like you can still go work out later. But if you're like, oh, no, I broke my habit streak. Now it doesn't count. You really missed the mark about why you were using that trigger to elicit any type of change in yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where we often see clients struggle to adapt to new habits because it's a novelty. It's a fun, different like action at first, but they don't actually give thought to like, well, why are you doing this? And how does it speak to like who you are? So always think about the clients are often, it's like we ask them at check-ins, like, you know, what vitamins and minerals are you taking currently? And sometimes I'll get the like, oh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot on their check-ins. And I'm like, that's fair that you forgot. What are you doing to change that? Like all you're thinking about is like swallowing the vitamin, the mineral, but like, what are you doing leading up to that? Why are you taking those vitamins and minerals? What are you doing afterwards? What's your thoughts around this, right? Like we don't just pop supplements because they're fun. Like that's just an expensive hobby then. It's like (laughs) if I tell a client like, hey, I really like where Canadian winters are setting in, vitamin D is probably like top of your list. It's not because I want you to be somebody that was like, oh, one of my habits is taking vitamin D in the morning. Well, why? Why? Yeah, exactly. You want to think the why around it. And, and that's what I say too, is like, even though it comes, can go down to your supplements, it can go down to your nutrition. It's like, when you look at a meal and like, you're eating that, it's like, tell yourself like, why are you having this? It's like, I'm not eating this because my coach told me to, I'm eating this because it's on my meal plan. I have to eat this because I'm supposed to. It's like, no. Okay. So look at your meal plan, look at your food. It's like, what is this doing to your body? What is it supporting? How is it utilizing your mental health, your physical health? And then what is it doing to your body to give you that energy? If you like know the why, then it's like, okay, then that can help help you understand the habit so much much easier to stick to because you start identifying as somebody that that habit matters to whereas if like you said you're only doing it because your coach is like oh I suggest you do this or I would like there's value in you doing this 
well, you're not identifying as the person that's getting value out of that. You're identifying as, oh my, I'm somebody who has a coach. <laughs> like That's the extent of it. So, mm-hmm. and when like you were just saying, like your friend commented too about like all this external stimulation that we have all day. Well, yeah, all this external stimulation reinforces the idea of who we think we are. And I've talked to him about him lots, like James Clear and his book, Atomic Habits. And one of the things he talks about, create a new habit or break an old habit, you have to identify as the person you want to be. So people mm-hmm. who are like, I'm going to quit smoking, instead of saying like, oh, I'm trying to quit smoking, you just say, oh, I don't smoke. And yes. suddenly things that you choose to do are going to be much more in line with that because that's how you see yourself. That's the values you have. So it's easier to adopt those habits. But when you give yourself this wiggle room of like, well, I want to be that person, but I'm currently still this person. Well, all you're going to do because human nature is we want to be right. We want to go to the path of least resistance is you're going to go whichever way you identify as because that seems correct. That's what makes sense. That's what your habits are going to reinforce, right? Nobody's going to do something when they're like, doesn't feel like who, what I believe about myself. So this is the issue. And our environment and our circumstances perpetuates this idea, right? You put yourself in places that make you feel like you belong. Mm -hmm. So if you're constantly surrounded, like you're trying to quit smoking, but you're still hanging out with the smoking group during break time at work, well, you're not helping yourself at all. Think about that environment that you're putting yourself in and how distracting that must be. That's like you said, like, that's the action that you're doing where you can change, put, like swap that action with something else. Yeah. And so started another book about habits and it was, it's called Badass Habits, which like I love. And one of the quotes in here says, your habits define who you're being, right? So our actions define who we're being for sure. But your boundaries define the space you require in order to be who you're being. So if you don't have boundaries in place that support your new habits or the breaking of old habits, why do you think they're going to be successful? Exactly. Like you said, is like putting yourself in that situation with those smokers, right? It's the same thing. It's like if you're trying to quit drinking and you're going out with the same group of people every weekend because they are always like, come on, let's go drinking. Let's go drinking. Like it's like you have to put up those boundaries and you have to give yourself a new group of friends who support your goals and what you want to do. Right. So. And I think about sometimes people like, and it's, I've read about sport and it's, it's come up a lot in like check-ins before, you know, where we have to navigate our relationships with friends and family a little bit differently because we're trying to improve ourselves. And that can be so challenging. And so if you're somebody that's like, I'm going to start working out on the weekend, right? That's, that's a habit you want to develop. If you're going to do it because you are somebody that wants to be invested in their health consistently, not like a bad diet or a Monday to Friday, you're like, no, I am someone that's mindful of this all the time. Perfect. So that habit of going and working out on the weekend, maybe that's part of what supports that identity of you. However, Sunday rolls around and you're like, well, my friends invited me out to go for brunch and mimosas. So I'm going to go do that. And then maybe I'll go work out afterwards. Well, are you actually going to go work out afterwards? Or have you now taken yourself and put yourself back into an environment that supports the person you're trying not to be? Mm -hmm. And then you're asking yourself, well, how come my habit's so hard? Well, how is it supposed to be easy if you're in an environment that literally goes against it? And so when I talk, like, when we talk about things to consider that like your habits are not just your actions, but they're like, they're part of your identity. And that's when they stick is when they feel like, oh yes, this is who I am. 
there's different parts to that to consider. And that's why I'm so glad that you mentioned like what your friend said about the external piece, because one piece is like your physical being, your physical body. How is that aligned with like the habit that you're trying to say, oh, this is who I am. And that's a little bit trickier because I think our physical bodies can change a lot Mm -hmm. as we navigate things. But if you're like, I want to get more steps in a day because I want to be a more vascular health. I want to be a person that has a healthy heart. Amazing. But then every day after work, you go physically put yourself on the couch and turn on Netflix. Okay, but how is that physical piece supporting the habit that you want to be making? It's not. Mm-hmm. You want to be somebody that's like, I have a healthy heart. Well, that's not somebody that sits and watches Netflix every day because it's easy. I get it's easy. Yep. And then I think it's also, we talk about like the, the external environment. Like, well, how are you setting yourself up for success? One of the things is like, and habit stacking can go a long way with this, but I find that like, when clients are like, oh, I just always forget to take my greens in the morning. Okay, well, where do you put them? Well, they're in my cupboard. Well, do you open your cupboard every morning? Because I don't. So my greens are beside my coffee machine in the morning because I know for a fact I'm going to do that. But if your environment is not set up to help support and you want to be or these new things you want to do, why do you expect old you that has struggled with this for forever to now be able to make new habits and overcome the environmental obstacles that are in the way? And like, there's always going to be environmental obstacles. And that's something that we have to understand. Like you said, there's always going to be like outside, like stimulating things that are going to affect us as well. So we have to understand that, like, we have to change something in our environment in order for us to like create those boundaries and all in order for us to create those habits. So it's just like that action, like you said, so it's like, you said like, okay, you're forgetting your greens. Okay, why are you forgetting your greens every morning? Like, it's something so simple, like, just take those greens. It's like, yeah, I understand that. But it's like, well, where are they? They're in my cupboard. It's okay. So it's like, out, like, same thing, like out of sight, out of mind, you're not gonna remember it. Well, change the action, take that greens, put it beside your coffee. And it's like, then it's there, then you see it like, oh, yeah, my greens, right. And it's the exact same thing I tell about my clients. It's like, put an alarm on your phone. It's like, that alarm is gonna be like, ding. And it's gonna be like, yeah, okay, gotta take those greens, for instantly remember, or gotta take my vitamins, right. So I'm um, not something else. It's like changing the alarm is like part of your environment because your phone is with you all the time. So it's something that's going to help you make those changes, um, which is going to help you create that habit as you continue to do it over and over again. And has to go back to that what you were saying, like, why? Why does this matter to you to take your greens every morning? If you're like, I don't know, my coach told me to, okay, well, ask, hey, why do you suggest I take this? Because once you understand it, it, it flips it entirely because suddenly it's like, oh, yes, taking that is now aligned with the person I want to be. I'm not yeah. just doing this thinking that I'm a healthy person person with healthy habits. And that means I take my greens. Well, no, that doesn't do anything. And again, once you know the why and you understand and you're invested in it, you can pick and choose, is this a habit that I value or not? And then you can make an informed decision too. And I think it's important. You mentioned something about like the boundaries, right? There's always going to be external factors. There's always going to be environmental influences. If when I talk about our friends and going for brunch and mimosas, there's always going to be those things. So where you choose to put your energy and where you choose to draw your boundaries. When we talk about these things day to day, I think we talk about them as like, that's part of my identity. This is part of who we are. People, we decide who has access to it and who doesn't. We talk about these things all the time and it doesn't seem so weird. And yet, as soon as we tell people like, hey, well, if this is a new habit for you, you need to put up boundaries to support that. Suddenly it's like, well, I can't do that. It's like, 
well, why not? Like, why can't you, right? Or like, if your family's constantly like, oh, like we're going to go out for supper and that's not something that's aligning with you right now, you have to be okay to be like, hey, that doesn't support the habits that I'm currently trying to form because this is what matters to me right now. If you're not willing to do that, you can't expect these habits to feel like you because you're giving your opinions. You know, one moment you're like, Yes, I identify as this like healthy person who's invested in coaching and is making these changes for myself. But on Friday after work, I go out for supper because my family makes me feel guilty. That's not how that works. Who are you? Where is the identity piece in there? And because there is no alignment with the identity, with the habit, your habit doesn't mean shit, basically. It is just something that you do to say, yes, I did it. It's not doing anything. And it's also having those like uncomfortable conversations, right? Because that's also a boundary if you know that you're going to the gym after work because it's friday but then it's like going out for dinner with the family it's like hey you know what like i'm not gonna you have to have that uncomfortable conversation because you know that you're trying to create these habits and if you all of a sudden break that habit and go just because it's like oh this is something i do every week with my family it's like yeah but if you're trying to change your habits and your routines it's like things have to change and you have to understand that things are going to change and that you're trying to adapt to a different lifestyle and your family is obviously going to support that and if your identity the the person that you want to identify as is somebody that like, yes, I've got these practices in place, but I'm flexible with them or like, I'm okay to do my workout earlier in the day or whatever. That's great. But you need to be clear on that beforehand so that you know exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it, not just doing it to check a box, because then it's also so easy to just not bother with it. And before you and I hopped on here, we were talking about something that I feel relates to this like so well. I remember like when I first started coaching with you, I was still a teacher. I had zero intent of like leaving teaching at the time, but I remember like how burnt out I was. And every week we would like do check-ins and my stress was like eight out of 10, nine out of 10, 10, like it was awful. And like, we would have these conversations about like, okay, but like, what do you want? Like, where do you see yourself? Da, 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 right. And like a year and whatever later, I left teaching and I was so burnt to me that like, no, I want to identify as somebody that like respects themselves somebody that's got boundaries, somebody that has stress management, somebody that can deal with their emotions. Because at that time, like I couldn't. And my habits day by day were reinforcing that idea of somebody that had no emotional regulation, right? Like I was sleeping four hours. Those That was a habit. I was living off of coffee. That was a habit. I was literally living at the school from like 6.30, 7am until 7pm at night, plus the weekends. These were all habits I had just embraced as normal, but they were perpetuating this identity that I had as a very burnt out person who was like, like I said, emotionally dysregulated. I was numb. I was severely depressed. My anxiety was an all time high. My habits reinforce that all the time. For the last year and a half, and it's one of those things where like you don't realize how far you've come until you can look back on it suddenly. But the last year and a half, I have been very intentional about changing these habits. I still get up at a consistent time in the morning, but like the first hour of my day is for me. I journal, I read, I reflect, I do whatever I need to do. I go to counseling regularly. I got into my Reiki practice for myself. I started exploring like different hobbies that made me feel good. I cut off people that didn't support me. I started holding a lot of strict boundaries about like what I'm willing to do for other people and what I'm not. And over the last year and a half, I don't think that any of it really sunk in as like, oh yeah, you've your habits have supported the person you want to be. Until this last week, I went back to go substitute at the school. And it was like a flashback, like, holy shit moment. And the first thing that I thought I was like, I don't want to do this. And I was like, I'm not willing to give up my sanity for what's expected here or like what's what's needed for the kids. 
oh my God. And it was a very glaring moment where I was like, the habits that I have intentionally changed over the last year and a half were because they were aligned with the person that I wanted to be. And it took a year and a half, I would say for me to actually get to a place where I'm like, I feel good. I'm confident with like where I'm at. I'm not that person that I was that was strung out living off of caffeine and four hours of sleep anymore. But it's because every single day that I chose to do a habit, it wasn't because I was like, oh, Nicole's going to be proud of me. I mean, that helped, but it was like, I know that if I do this consistently, this is how I'm going to feel. If I wake up and journal every morning, it's because it supports me getting my thoughts out. This is the person I want to be. I'm not journaling because somebody told me, oh, that's a cool habit to have. Like journaling was like pulling teeth at first. And so to be able to look back and be like, holy cow, yeah, my habits now support the person that I want to be. And I can very quickly see how the habits I have now do not support the person I was back then. That right there was like this glaring moment of like, yes, unless you align your habits as part of your identity, they are not going to stick. But as soon as they reinforce, like you're doing this because of the person you want to be and the person you want to show other people you are, you do them without fear, without concern of like missing a day. It's just who you are. I think that's the most important thing to realize. And that's like the aha moment for a lot of people is like, like you said, like what you're doing now is like would not align with that at all. And that's completely different. Like you're a completely different person, but it took a year and a half. Right. So like, that's another point to make is like, if you guys are like just starting out your fitness journey, or just starting out, like trying to like change your habits and your routines, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in 30 days, 60 days. It's going to happen in months. Like Yonica just said, it took her a year and a half to kind of change the way and kind of realize. And then she was put back in an old situation where she's like, holy crap. Right. So just understanding that it takes time and it's not going to just be like a flip of a switch overnight thing. And it's like, it takes time to build those habits. And when you're doing all these habits and when you're doing all these routines and when you're implementing all these things, ask yourself, like, does this align with the person who I want to be, who I aspire to be wanting to be for the rest of my life? And if it doesn't, then why are you doing that habit? Like, are you just doing it just because someone's telling you to do it or you saw it online? Like question yourself that. It's like, you don't have to meditate because someone else is doing it. Like, are you meditating because like you want to be more calm? Are you meditating because you want to be focused on your breathing and your and focus on your anxiety? If you don't have anxiety and you don't have, and you're a calm person already, then why are you meditating, right? Like, are you just doing it just because? Like question yourself that and ask yourself that. So it's it can go a long way in terms of like what you just said, Yonica. And I think it's like any habits that you're trying to implement or change need to be in line with the person that you want to be, not the person you are right now, because the habits that are already in line with you, they're going to be second nature. They're going to be autopilot. Taking my greens in the morning right now, I don't even think about it. I can't even tell you like going through the process of it because it's just what I do. But there was a time where that was like a big ask and it took time to do it over and over and over. And now I'm at a place where there's things I do naturally that are just who I am. And those are my habits, which allow me to have more space and more mental capacity to invest in the habits that are supporting the person I still want to become that are going to require a little bit more of me. But it takes time and it takes that, like you mentioned, it has to matter to you. If it's not, you can't identify with your habit. Like, why are you doing it? And I think that's the biggest thing. And great when people come to coaching and we can suggest these things, but you need to understand like, well, you came to coaching for a reason and you need to keep coming back to that reason when you are trying to build these new habits as opposed to saying, well, this is hard. This is boring. I'm tired of this. Well, tough. You know how many times I have 100% been like, I don't 
last year and a half because it's uncomfortable and it's sucky and sometimes I cry and it's okay because <laughs> think about how many times my old habits probably made me cry. Well, exactly. I remember for sure. So, well, this has been an awesome chat. I love this. We love talking about habits. I know that we're going to come a long way in terms of what we've done with our whole lifestyle and our habits and structure, you especially. Is there anything else that you want to add before we close up here and let the listeners go? I would just say if you're if you're curious about like habits or the types of things and you want to delve into more, like join our free Facebook community because we do talk about it quite often in there and we can even like offer some support about what you could try or helping you identify what are the habits that your ideal self would have. Exactly. Yeah. And the Facebook group will be linked to the bottom of this episode. And you can also find it on my Facebook page linked to the top as well. Free Facebook group. We share a lot of value in there as well. So yeah, thanks for mentioning that. So we will probably follow up in another podcast next week. Not sure of the topic yet, but we will share that. Thank you so much, Yonica, for taking the time to chat. And thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would share this with any friends or family who would benefit from the podcast or leave a review down below. If you are ready and want help in taking the next step in your health and wellness journey, you can head over to my Instagram, nourish.withnicole, click the link in my bio and fill out an application and learn how you can live your happiest, healthiest life. Thank you so much and I can't wait to chat next week.